Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another Bed Letter. Today, I'm going to be reading an article that I just wrote um, today on August 26th, 2021. It's titled, Only Fans Flip-Flops. Sex is selling more than it bargained for. This article can be found on my Substack newsletter over at bedletter.substack.com. If you're interested in staying up to date on articles that I post, I would highly encourage you to visit that site and subscribe. And if you're feeling extra awesome, feel free to pay the 5 bucks a month in your subscription and get access to all the articles as they release in the future. That is much, much appreciated. Uh, links to all of that can be found in the description of this episode. I guess it's just one link, bedletter.substack.com. Huge thanks for checking that out. All right, so let's hop into this article. Again, it's titled, Only Fans Flip-Flops. Sex is Selling More Than It Bargained For. Jeopardizing the financial stream of pornography platforms and banks is the fastest way to enact change. It's all about the money through the use of the public strong arm. Uh, update, by the way, on this, uh, OnlyFans has backtracked their initial decision to remove all sexually explicit content. Uh, read below for more information on the chronology of events. And the article begins. Things aren't as simple as sex selling anymore. In a recent move that shocked creators and viewers alike, OnlyFans has chosen to ban all sexually explicit content. Their controversial decision comes after rounds of fundraising have proven difficult and payment processors look to distance themselves from vice-driven content. OnlyFans is an application that has rocketed to stardom with particular help from the pandemic. As many strip club-esque venues have closed and people are barricaded indoors looking for new ways to make money. Currently, the platform boasts a user base of 130 million, a figure that seems to climb a bit higher every week. And there's a quote, In order to ensure the long-term sustainability of our platform and continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans, we must evolve our content guidelines. That's a quote by OnlyFans themselves. In a recent interview, NPR's Michael Martin conducted with the New York Times reporter Taylor Lorenz, the crux of why this change has arrived was discussed. It may seem like a moral case where OnlyFans might be leaning towards a Patreon-style avenue of business. Paying creators for their content, allowing viewers and community to subscribe on the basis that what they are consuming is something artistic, informative, or helpful, not a motivator of vice. While this morality blurb may end up being a side effect of the decision to remove sexually explicit content from the platform, the move comes as a result of banking and payment processing pressure. While OnlyFans hopes to secure additional funding, investors and payment processors find it difficult to risk their money when the likelihood of child pornography and sexual exploitation is ever-present. While OnlyFans claims to police their creator's content with an attentive hand, it's impossible for every video or picture to be cleared. Where pornography is present, as is the risk for sexual abuse, be it a minor or not, therein lies the mounting pressure for OnlyFans to adjust its guidelines. And then another quote, it's like Burger King saying they're not selling burgers anymore. And that is a quote from an anonymous OnlyFans content creator. OnlyFans still plans to allow nude photos and videos, only banning content that is explicitly sexual in nature. Problem is, pornography is what the platform has gained its name for. 
As one creator has been quoted, it's like Burger King saying they're not selling burgers anymore. Those who've only heard of the app aren't hearing about how a new up-and-coming musician was discovered or how an artist or podcaster is making their mark. More often than not, the context of OnlyFans is discussed as a creator-friendly way to easily hop online and generate a financial stream through the performance of their naked body. Earlier this month, on August 10th, 2021, over 100 Republican and Democrat Congress members submitted a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland calling for an investigation into OnlyFans. In a bipartisan effort, they requested the Department of Justice examine the prevalence of CSAM, or child sexual abuse material, on OnlyFans and what measures or lack thereof OnlyFans employs to prevent, reduce, and respond to child sexual abuse material on its platform. Additionally, they make a particular point in requesting an investigation into how missing children are linked to content on OnlyFans and how the use of direct messaging on the platform has led to sexual exploitation through prostitution. As their case is made, they establish a damning history of the platform, one that is clearly worth looking into, especially when there are roughly 130 million active users, with more siphoning in all the time. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, or the NCMEC, states that in 2021, there were at least 80 cases where a missing child was linked directly with OnlyFans content. In one case, the arrest of two adults who were trafficking a minor was only possible when a healthcare worker saw the OnlyFans videos and reported it to police. The factor of the matter is that when you view content on OnlyFans, it's difficult to decipher what is happening on the other side of the camera. Often enough, viewers of this content are not so concerned with anything other than their own sexual desires and fetishes. That is what brought them to the platform in the first place. You don't go to Burger King for the colorful bag or the cheap plastic toy, you're there for the meat. Uh, this isn't to condemn all of our humanistic drives towards sex, as if you were sinful for being horny. That's natural, those urges aren't going anywhere. But clearly, unequivocally, those drives have driven us to a place that's hurting our kids. Teaching our youth, and even us adults, that capitalizing on vice is an astonishingly lucrative business. Our fetishes, our carnal hopes and dreams must be met with raw photos and video. In all that desire diluting our logic, what do we know about what goes on beyond the camera lens? OnlyFans has long been lauded as a better alternative to traditional sex work, the metaphorical vape to the cigarette. There's no denying when compared under that light, OnlyFans would be safer where the performer is able to have a clear-cut boundary between the tipper or viewer and themselves. The risk of being groped on the dance floor or sexually assaulted in the parking lot after a show evaporates when the stage is your bedroom and you're the only one in there. For the majority of OnlyFans performers, that is their reality, a one-person appearance controlled, earned, and dictated by them. As the evidence is showing us, that experience isn't the one that everyone's having beyond the camera. The alarming, and then there's a quote, um, the alarming increase of child sexual abuse material and human trafficking being promoted on the OnlyFans.com platform requires immediate attention by the U.S. Department of Justice, state and local law enforcement, and payment providers whose products are being used to purchase troubling content from this platform. And that is a quote by Lena Walther, who is a co-founder of Awareness is Prevention. It isn't so cut and dry as we like to think it should be. Minors aren't just nine-year-old kids where it's abundantly clear that they're a child. 
The words child pornography typically elicit retching reactions, and often enough our minds think of little kids that actually look like little kids. And while that vein of disgusting, pernicious pornography sadly exists, the kind peddled on OnlyFans is harder to determine. 16-year-old kids look older than they used to, and traffickers are doing everything they can to secretly bridge that gap, or else risk being caught. An easy pathway into career pornography will always be an even easier pathway for human trafficking. Whether we want to believe it or not, we have a critical responsibility to our children, our future, and our communities. Our inaction has just as big an effect on those functions as our action does. What we consume, what we search for, what we allow, that's not just playing a role into the building of our society. It is our society. Maybe to get substantial change enacted, we have to suspend a platform's financial stream. We have to maintain our principles that sexual abuse and child exploitation are illegal, and money shouldn't be invested into something that could topple with a couple well-orchestrated lawsuits. While money seems to be the driving force behind the whole ordeal, at least somewhere up the line, whether it be a bipartisan letter written by a 100 Congress members or the fiscal decision not to invest, at least somewhere in all that, we're holding on to those laws, holding on to the future of our children. Then there's kind of an um, uh, intermission in the middle of the article, and uh, at this point, that was actually going to be the end of the article, but uh, there was a new update, right? The OnlyFans redacted this this change. So update, OnlyFans reacts, re- retracts their decision to remove sexually explicit content from their platform after intense backlash from the user base. And the tweet OnlyFans released uh, said this, Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1 policy change. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. That was tweeted on August 25th, 2021. In yet another stunning move, OnlyFans has chosen to suspend the decision to remove sexually explicit content from their platform. This comes after intense outcry from users, viewers, and sex workers who have been benefiting from the platform's subscription-based distribution services. In their announcement tweet, OnlyFans states, We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community. As was clear from the outset, their decision to remove sexually explicit content was never formulated around the enforcement of content guidelines, but instead the ability to secure present and future funding. Tim Stokely, founder and CEO of OnlyFans, has previously claimed that the initial dis- removal decision was a result of the Bank of New York Mellon, Metro Bank, and J.P. Morgan Chase's concern for reputational risk. Worthy of note is OnlyFans' current refusal to indicate which banks have signed on and provided these assurances for the platform. While news outlets indicate the Bank of New York Mellon and Metro Bank and J.P. Morgan Chase as being wary and even aggressive in their hesitation to support the platform, there is no present information on which bank or banks are putting their eggs in the OnlyFans basket, or what terms of use will need to change in the future for continued financial support. This public flip-flop has been criticized by some as being a form of strong-arming these mysterious bank investors into deciding what matters most, their reputation or their dollars. 
Taking their slice of a multi-billion dollar pie can't be turned away so easily, particularly when the platform continues to grow, rising from a net revenue of $375 million last year to a whopping $1.2 billion predicted this year. Even still, there are some OnlyFans creators who have cut ties with the platform altogether, viewing this backpedal as proof of unreliability. Some creators have even begun the process of scrubbing their OnlyFans feeds of all sexually explicit content in order to comply with the redacted October 1st ban date. The United Sex Workers Twitter account had statements of their own on the Public Turnaround Act. And then there's a, a tweet I have linked in here from the United Sex Workers. They say, Never underestimate the power of community. Together, we demanded our voices were heard. Suspended is not canceled, and OnlyFans is not to be trusted. But now more than ever, it is time we come together and fight for our rights at work. And that was a tweet in reply to the original uh, OnlyFans announcement that uh, they're going to be redacting that that sexual um, content ban. The article goes on. It seems that everyone is a pawn in a game of chess being played by OnlyFans and bank executives. Whether you're a sex worker, a child being sexually exploited, or a news outlet reporting free OnlyFans publicity, the goals of substantial fundraising move forward. OnlyFans has their assurances, and the banks will continue to hoard their slice of the pie. And then there is a, there's a quote. And it says, the proposed, the proposed October 1, 2021 changes are no longer required due to banking partners' assurances that OnlyFans can support all genres of creators. That's a quote from an OnlyFans spokesperson um, that was in an email to TechCrunch. Uh, meanwhile, what changes? The platform may have lost a few creators, maybe even took a bit of a credibility hit in the process. But now they have a public record of financial commitment and are able to forever state only fans can support all genres of creators. It's difficult to tell if this was a preconceived plot to force banks into committing to an investment or if it was a public relational flub that just happened to result in OnlyFans getting what it wants. On the other hand, does it even matter? The pathway into easy pornography will continue as it has been. We still have the calling for federal investigation into OnlyFans. Just as the United Sex Workers tweet states, suspended is not canceled. While OnlyFans may have some place, some place in society, how do we stop the advent of child pornography and sexual exploitation on the platform? Positing a guess, the terms of use and OnlyFans guidelines will most likely field some revision. Additional checks will probably be enforced as the platform continues to ramp up. It's not enough to have single creators provide in-depth information on themselves to the platform, then feature other sexual actors in their content. Perhaps background checks should be completed, or further oversight by OnlyFans should be legally required and conducted as overtly sexual content is posted. We seek to enforce in-depth background checks on those who purchase guns. We're agonized when mass shootings occur. The big difference between these two subjects is that the shootings are more visceral, the carnage is a lot more visible. Sexual exploitation and child pornography happens on the other side of that camera, and it's not just impacting the victim. Owning a gun comes with an integral responsibility for yourself and for those around you. You have to understand how it's used, how to disassemble it, how lethal it can be. You don't go around waving it in everybody's faces. 
Shooting pornography comes with a similar responsibility. You have to understand the psychological risk you're taking on, the impact your content can have if seen by the wrong eyes, and the reinforcement you're solidifying within your mind and the minds of your viewers. It shouldn't be taken lightly. Sex and emotion is incredibly powerful, and wielding it with a careless attitude allows for massive gaps. Gaps that get filled with child pornography and sexual exploitation. So that's kind of that's the end of the article. If you'd like to see all of the um, the the sources that are cited and everything like that, all the different links, all the different articles that I kind of bring into this, tweets, all that, uh, feel free to head to the the Substack article itself. Um, again, linked in the description of this episode, um, and you can click through there and see all the different the different sources that I used. Um, but yeah, kind of, I kind of thought the story was pretty interesting. I did think it was funny. I, I, I spent the day or two writing the first chunk of the of the article um, when they announced the removal of sexual content from their, you know, explicitly sexual content from their platform. And um, as I went to, you know, edit the article, do some final touches and all that, I was doing some Googling and lo and behold, right then, you know, I'm seeing that they redacted that. Um, so I had to, you know, kind of update this and, 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 kind of add a whole second half a back half of of what's happening which is kind of fun to be honest it's kind of kind of to kind of follow this in real time um and, and see all of the different things that all of the different sites and and reporters were reporting on and uh you know i think my own personal opinions i i i did you know i i definitely spliced those in here uh both in the second half of the the first section and the second half of the second section um I sort of make it clear that I'm not so sure if, if you know, how this is going to work. I'm not so sure if, if just redacting things and just making this always about money and all that is really going to solve the problem that is clear, clearly being stated by government officials, by congressmen and women, by um, by different organizations and nonprofits. You know, there's there's statistics and and and, the, and things like this being put forward about how. Um, you know, there is a problem with child pornography on the platform and there is a problem with, um, you know, the exploitation of people, you know, not even just children. And so I don't know if those problems are going to be, you know, addressed or solved if, and, and, and whether or not, you know, that, that's even going to play a role into this whole funding blub or blurb, you know, that's that's been happening here. But um, one thing that definitely seems to be happening is this this kind of strong arm deal that's going on where you know it, it, it might be that as i stated in the article um only fans was just you know they weren't so sure about their funding and they were a little you know tenuous on what to do and where to move and so they said you know what screw it let's just let's just nix everything that has to do with uh that's that's over overtly sexual and and that's overtly pornographic and um just you know kind of kind of make it a little bit more i I won't say family friendly but you know child friendly a little bit more uh viewer friendly in the sense that we know it's it's like i said kind of leaning into this patreon type uh platform it's kind of hard to know if that's what they were going for or if they knew the whole time that, you know, hey, if we go public with this, if we if we say, you know what, we're going to we're going to nix everything that's overtly sexual, then that might make the banks and the investors and all these things that might make them kind of shake in their boots a little bit and have to sort of pick a side, right? You in and you out. 
because we need we need investors now and we need funding now and we need to move forward. And so I, I won't lie, it definitely um, feels a little bit more like that's what their plan was, that they kind of knew by involving all of their um, users and viewers that they would kind of get and, and kind of garnish this outrage, right? And that would help drive uh, – Whatever whatever banks are sticking around for them, it's not clear if that's you know J.P. Uh, Morgan Chase, um, the Metro Bank, or any of these others. It's not clear if they're sticking around or not. Um, they refuse. They didn't have comment um, when when looking through all these different articles. They they refused to comment according to those reporters. Um, but you know whatever mysterious banks are still in the OnlyFans basket, you know. They, it ended up working out for them, right? They've gotten their, as they state, they've gotten their assurances, right? And so, um, I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see how this develops. It'll be really interesting to see how the, uh, if the investigation, you know, the called for investigation in Congress actually ends up happening or not, um, and, and 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 moves forward. There's really there's a lot of interesting material on that. Uh, that I linked to in the article. So I would highly recommend checking that out and reading the actual letter that that Congress sent to Merrick Garland. Um, the metaphor at the very end, I guess, or, or I guess the, you know, kind of likening shooting porn unto, you know, the responsibility of owning a gun. Um, just to touch on that, it kind of, I know it seems a little bit uh, intense maybe, but I, I don't think it's, it's too far off. I think that, I mean, you know, you know, obviously, sex is everywhere in our society. Things are quite often very sexualized, and I think that, um, I guess, the same could be said for violence and things like that. We have violent movies, we you know, violent video games, violent everything, and that's sort of glorified to some degree as well. And so, um, I kind of thought that these two things are actually a little bit similar. You know, you buy a gun and you have to go through these background checks. You have to do all this stuff in order to be able to have a gun and, and and get a gun. And most people that own guns, you know, the majority of people that own guns and have guns and shoot guns, they just shoot guns, right? They're 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 not out doing mass shootings. They're not killing people with guns. Half the time they're not even shooting their gun actually. It just sits in a safe and it's or sits, you know, under their bed or in their dresser and their nightstand as a, as a, you know, home defense protection type thing. Um and so the you know, and, and I think that's the case with with a lot of pornography as well is a lot of people who are participating in it or who are filming it or, um, you know, they're not, they're not always necessarily a majority of them are, are not being sexually exploited. Right. Especially if we're talking only about OnlyFans, a lot of them are not being exploited. Right. They're, they're kind of running their own business and running, doing their own thing. And as I said, the same thing goes with a lot of people who own guns, but you do have these scenarios and these situations where somebody buys a gun and they go and commit a mass shooting or they kill someone or they commit a crime or they rob someone, you know, they misuse that responsibility. And I think that the same thing happens probably more frequently than we would even see with guns with pornography where um, more often than we would think um, – the the person behind the camera is probably being exploited in some way. We have no way of knowing when you're just watching the video, right? But uh, you know, the person behind the camera has been proven sometimes to be under eighteen, or someone who isn't doesn't even want to be there, or someone who might not even like what they're doing, but is doing it just because they can, you know, make a little bit of extra money and all this. And 
it's it's kind of just this I don't know I kind of can see this little similarity in there and I I sort of I don't really know the solution obviously to the the child porn problem on OnlyFans or anywhere else you know there's obviously that I put forward a couple ideas of having more background checks more oversight by OnlyFans and stuff to be you know conducted so that what the the content that's on the platform is no matter what always 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 something that is um from consenting parties and is uh, uh you know where they're not bringing in these other people you know they might put forward all their information all their personal information and their all this stuff to only fans and, and complete their own background check or you know something similar but you know all of a sudden they're bringing in other people just like in this this case that i briefly brief, briefly touched on where uh, these, this couple was arrested for sexually exploiting and, and having child porn on their OnlyFans site where they have this, um, you know, in the article I was reading, they had they had gone to some hotel with this 16-year-old girl and were filming this whole thing. And, and it wasn't until someone that knew the girl or knew that it was, knew that this girl was under 18, uh, saw the video and, you know, called the police and, and, tur- and, and turned them in. And was able to give them that tip. Um, it wasn't until that happened that that something was done about it. If, if the woman never would have seen that, it, there's a good possibility and likelihood that that young 16 year old girl would still be being exploited, right? So it's it's a really touchy and difficult subject. It's really difficult because there's a lot of money involved, billions and billions of dollars involved. There's a lot of people's sexual desires and gratifications involved, and and guilt and 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 just all kinds of different things involved in this every human emotion from a to z you know is pulled into this and and so many different organizations you have united sex workers and you have congress and you have people who hate porn and love porn and blah 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 you know it goes on for the list goes on forever and so um it's definitely a difficult topic but i think it's going to be one that uh is going to need to be addressed. It can't be something that keeps getting swept under the rug and pushed down and, and like a can kicked down the road forever. So, um, kind of that's 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 the beat. That's the article, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, once again, remember that you can find this column on my Substack newsletter, which is at bedletter.substack.com. Um, and don't forget that you can pay five bucks a month and subscribe to all past and future articles I write and record over on Substack. That is greatly, greatly appreciated. Links to that um, Substack newsletter can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you so much again for listening. I really hope you guys have a fantastic week, Um, and I'll see you next time. 